Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chat from a Hat. I'm your host, Josh Brown, along with my co-host, Caleb Luther. Caleb! It's been a long time. How are you? It's not been a long time, but it's close kind enough. A little bit, you yeah, know. A little bit. A little bit. Kind of, kind of, uh, not of our doing. Transitional period. A transitional period of what? You know, moving. Oh, God, you moved forever ago. <laughs> we moved forever ago. We're just trying to figure out what days we can record. Yeah, yeah, trying yeah. Trying to get that figured out. Yeah, that is, that is, that is the main thing that we've run into here the last little bit because as many of you know i got a new job a few months back and um everything falls on the days that we usually would record so uh, with that being said caleb we're going to go ahead and make our little announcement that we're we're going to that we were going to make a little later but we'll go ahead and do it now uh we got a new recording day uh, the episodes will drop on Wednesdays now. Uh, we, we had them on Monday. We had them on Friday. Now we're going to the middle of the week. So you'll have your little hump day uh, podcast with us because we will start releasing episodes on Wednesday morning at midnight. Yep. 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 I hear the applause now from everybody. That's, <laughs> that's what we were waiting for. Yeah, that's what we were waiting for. Yeah. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you, Officer Nancy. Yeah. Um, Other than that, I've had a UTI. I was going to say, Caleb, you you've been sick. Just started getting treatment for it today, technically. And um, <laughs> I, I, actual I antibiotics. Had a, and I had a stomach virus last week when we were trying to or something. Yeah, something. Okay, stomach virus Folks, involve puking, Josh. It does not. It does. No, it Nancy. doesn't. No, it does not, Nancy. The stomach virus involve puking. Not always. Thank you. Likely. Thank you, Taylor Swift fan. I don't know. How, I don't know how that has anything to do with stomach. It virus. doesn't. <laughs> Caleb, I've seen your. I've seen your TikTok lately, and you've been on this this bashing Taylor. No, Swift No, I haven't. Kick. I have one. I have you've one bashing, TikTok. You've been this bashing. And Taylor you know what? Swift I finally kick. reached the right side of TikTok <laughs> to where I didn't have people like, you know, uh, you're just a hater. Well, I saw it, and I disagree with it, but that's okay. Disagree with the fact that. She's not immune of cri- to criticism. Uh, not that she's immune to criticism. You you just had it immune. Uh, you, your basis oh, of God. being immune to create or, to criticism was because she was a billionaire. No, well, uh, that was your point. That was the no, point that when you so, made. When someone is the most popular artist and they're a billionaire, okay, it's okay. It's okay for their music to be criticized. Yeah, but you didn't say that. Though. This isn't the. the but you I didn't did. say that. No, I didn't say that. The reason you didn't say that, you I didn't say, say anything she, about critis- I didn't criticizing say her she music. Should, you just said criticizing her as a billionaire. Well, I should. Criti- That's what you said. Well, I should criticize her there too. But I'm mostly. I'm mostly. Why should, why should you criticize her there? Because I don't like billionaires, Josh. Well, you <laughs> might not, Caleb. But at least she's charitable. You know who I don't like? LeBron James either. But but you know who's the second greatest baller of all time? LeBron James. Michael Jordan. LeBron James! Uh, no. Oh, God, you're one of those. Enough of the... Ta- I had no intentions of talking about Taylor Swift today. You brought you? it up! Did I? Yes! Oh, I did. Well, that was a joke. I had no intention of talking about Taylor Swift. I was trying to talk Swift about my UTI. I, I was trying to talk about my UTI. No, you were trying to talk about how I didn't have a stomach virus, and you... you well, I still were, don't think you did. Well, Caleb, I don't care what <laughs> did I see you, you one think? single... Did I see you one single time during that? I didn't. No! <laughs> was I still scared that maybe you had a stomach virus? Yes. He cared Nancy, so much about my, well, my well-being. What is it? Did Nancy ever get a virus? No, Nancy stayed away. Mm. Nancy? 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 <laughs> I don't know what I expect her to say. She's going to have to get another yeah, microphone. I have, I have a, I've had a UTI. I thought I've had one for a week, but I just started getting like the actual like, antibiotics today. Uh, well, that's have, what happens. I have, 
urinated. <laughs> precisely. Precisely. That's what happens when you urinate. Precisely 1,000 times since Thursday. <laughs> I'm not. I That's hate how that. it is. That's how it goes. I'm, I don't think I've I'm ever not, had a UTI I'm not before. in pain. I've talked to like women that get it, and it's mm-hmm. a lot worse for them. It's a lot more common for them. Mm-hmm. And they have pain. They have like pain, side pain. Yeah. And, but mine, I start off with stomach cramps, but it's mostly just been like, oh, I have to pee. Then immediately after, I still, I still feel like have I have to pee. To pee. <laughs> I, my dad had one once, man. And let me tell you what, when old people it's get bad UTIs, people oh get my God. It's, yeah, like it's, they, it's like they just become incoherent. Just Yeah. Whoo, off the deep end, like yeah. top stuff, man. Oh, it's yeah. crazy. They they have they start to have uh, dementia symptoms. They yep. start to have stroke symptoms. They yeah, it's it's out of this world. My dad had one. What did my dad also have? So it was a double he had whammy. dementia. Yeah, so, so it was, it was like, terrible, yeah, yeah. man. It was so it's bad. bad. I don't know what I don't know what it is. Once you're like hit like late sixties and above, it's like. I don't know. UTIs like here we go. <laughs> <laughs> UTIs are like we got them. You just turned sixty. <laughs> breeding ground. We got you now. Um, but anyway, so yeah, we've been sick. Caleb and I have been, have been doing things and working and things like that. So we weren't able to record like we want to. It's honestly been hard for me to even research topics and things because just I haven't had time. I haven't had the time to do it. Um, so we're going to move. We're you moving to Wednesday. And you know what's crazy you say that? I've had these five artists written down probably since like two days after we recorded the last episode that's fine but then, but then gradually i've been adding mm-hmm. more stuff to it not more okay. artists but more stuff like maybe yeah. i should like like spread this out a little bit and like okay. put a little bit more info in. so i'm glad we've had that two or three I, weeks I, I, mine is not a lot of info more so as as i'm just going to give you some some songs that you need to check out and things like that i could have done that too well, i can do that on the spot yeah 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 so, but uh caleb so we saw something and i'm sure it's been plastered all over Facebook for the last, you know, week, week and a half now. Is the West Virginia is for Lovers Festival? Is, yeah, uh, is going to be at the ballpark in Charleston, yeah. which is which honestly is, like one of the first big music festivals that we've got around here in a long time, like a traveling like X, one since like X Fest. Yeah. I forgot where they used to have that, but that was I, a yeah. that was run by like. X- X X one oh six point three, but uh, they hard rock. But music. Hawthorne Hawthorne Heights is putting it on. Um, yeah, and compared to some of the lineups that have been in prior years, it's got potential it that seems it can like, be huge. It seems like for here, it seems promising. Yes, it seems like we're gonna get at least two artists, maybe yeah. three artists that like I'm. I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, because because some of the, the bands that were on some prior bills was Bayside, Jimmy World, bands that we love. Yeah. Um, I'd watch Hawthorne Heights, I guess. We opened for them once, remember? I mean, I've watched Hawthorne Heights before. <laughs> I mean, I mean, sure. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, but I will say, uh, like I told you, if Hawthorne Heights is the main attraction, I probably won't go. Oh, no, no. Uh, because no offense to them. No offense to no them. No offense to I'm them. I'm just not the biggest I'm fan. Just, I'm glad yeah. they're doing this. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And the lineups have been sick. Like, the Ohio lineup was really good. Because yeah. I had Jimmy Eat World and, like, a band like Reliant K that mm-hmm. uh, I used to love and I still like to some mm-hmm. extent. Uh but yeah, it, if we can get some like some Bayside's and some Geneva yeah. Worlds and like I wrote again, I don't think Bayside's ever played West Virginia ever. I, unless unless, unless they, it was like on Warp Tour or something like that. But Warped even Warp Tours never come. Warp Tours never come here. But, but my like only close. guess is that whenever they were first starting, if they played at the High Amp in Huntington, which I don't know if they ever did, like a band like Gatsby's American Dream did, and that was before I got to know them. Yeah. But they did play at the High Amp in Huntington until they they tore down the High Amp. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of bands. Paramore yeah. played there. Yeah. Uh, 
Gatsby's American Dream, uh, some some bigger like hardcore bands from yep. the early two thousand. So I mean, like this well, is. I'm fingers crossed for Jimmy. I'm looking forward. I'm really wanting. And, to and here's what makes it cool is that I don't like music festivals. I've been to a couple, and I, I hate it. But one of the worst things about it is that you got to travel far. Mm-hmm. The fact that it's an hour away makes it so much easier. Well, and on top of that too is that we know Charleston like the back of our hand. Yeah, it's gonna so, be easy. So we know we know where to park, we know where to be, we know where it, to be at what maybe, time. And maybe it won't be as stressful. Well, actually, this might add to stress depending on who's there. But yeah. it might not be as stressful that you're gonna see a lot of faces you know in that yeah. audience, and yeah. you're not gonna feel as like worried about who you're around like yeah. oh god who are these people that are around me yeah. that's a big like i hate that about fifth festivals that you're kind of like packed yeah. in outside but and the thing about the ballpark is too is that it's small yeah so if the if the seats are open you're not gonna there's not gonna be a bad seat in that house another good thing is that it doesn't seem like it's gonna seem like it's it definitely seems like one stage right like oh it would definitely have, have to be one so stage. you won't you won't miss any acts you'll no. be running somewhere to see no. other acts you'll be able to see all the acts if i had to take a guess i would say that it will probably start at noon Probably. And go all the way into like the there's about twelve or thirteen acts, yeah. maybe. So yeah. some acts will be like twenty minutes. Sure, but the sure. lower acts. Backline them amplifiers, boys. That ain't gonna happen. <laughs> I mean, it might. Well, it a might. Of, well, a lot of bands don't use the amplifiers anymore. They use the uh, yeah. the, the digital thing that can mimic amplifiers, yeah. and I don't blame them. It it is more convenient. It just doesn't look as cool. No. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I think I think Bayside might do that now. Jimmy Eat World definitely does that oh, yeah. now. Yeah, I remember they they did their rig rundown. Yeah, like yeah, we just run everything through this and like everything you can duplicate any kind of sound you need. I'm like okay, I get Y'all it. You're faking it. You bunch I, of fakers. It sounds good. I get it. But uh, yeah, we're, we're, I'm I'm really fingers. Listen, here's the thing. Fingers crossed. If but if if if, if Jimmy rolls there, I'm go, I'm there, dude. If well, if, if Jimmy Roll or Bayside's there, well, I'm just there. saying if Jimmy Roll, if they're the yeah. only band that I like, I'll yeah, go. if they're the only band yeah. there, I'll go. I'll but go. I don't think that's gonna be the case. No. I think from at least for me personally, I think there yeah. will be at least three bands that yep. I'm like oh this is cool maybe not you you wasn't as into the scene but you like Bayside Jimmy World yeah and there's probably a couple other bands yeah. you, I mean here's you, the thing you'd watch Thursday sure yeah I'd watch Thursday yeah and they've been on a couple of these yeah. so like it's po- dude it's possible that I mean this this could be a dream scenario festival for us it, it could really be. could it yeah. really could and it would be it in the our potential. backyard literally yeah, in our real. backyard um I know Nan- Nancy who did you say that you were hoping would be on it was it Reliant K yeah, Nancy's really hoping for. Yeah, dude, I'd love that. I just, uh, you know, he, he, here I am already complaining. I hope they play the good songs. <laughs> I hope they. No offense. I hope they don't play the God, the Jesus stuff. You know what I hope? You know what I hope? <laughs> I hope that Jimmy World's on it, and they don't play a festival set. They play Clarity all the way through. Well, I saw their. That would be cool. I saw one of their uh, set lists from one of the other Is for Lover festivals. It was mm-hmm. good. It was solid. Oh yeah. I, I, We've seen all those songs played live before by them. It's still solid. And if they are there, it will be the second time I've seen them this year because I'm seeing them in late March with Fallout Boy. So cool. Which will be a good show, hopefully. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So it's ticket prices. I couldn't justify it. Could Mm. not justify it. It's the most I've ever paid for a, a single concert ticket, but. But at the same time. 100 bucks. At the same time, though, you are getting two. You're paying for two acts. I'm paying for four acts. I know, I'm saying the the two acts that, oh, you, yeah, yeah. that you are. Well, I mean, I, Hot Mulligan's going to be there, and they're big. I'm just not into them. Yeah. But they are big. As an emo band, they're mm-hmm. big. So, 
Uh, Caleb, let's see. What was there anything else that that we? I mean, there's been to... a bunch, but it's the, past. Hey, the Grammys. The, the Grammys was so long ago. The, Sam, the Grammy, the Sammys, the I've, Sammys were so long. I've ago. gotten completely over the Grammys. I don't yeah, care. I know anymore. you're so. I know you're so upset that Taylor Swift won another. I'm not. Album a, of the year. I'm not upset. It was expected. I mean, that's what she does. She's got four of them. So yeah. it's like she, whenever she's whenever she's up there nominated, there's like a sixty percent chance she's yeah. going to win. Probably the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. What do you think about the potential AI? Uh, Leaks of T- Taylor Swift songs. Do you think they're real or AI? I'm being dead serious. What are you talking about? There's well, there's a clip of her of the Fortnite song uh-huh. that has her and Post Malone in it. Uh-huh. It sounds real. It sounds real. Oh, they're the thing you sent us. Yeah, I, there's a there's a version of it that you hear two people listening to. Uh-huh. People are like, "Is that Taylor and Jack Antonoff?" Then there's an actual like the actual version of it. Uh-huh. And I kind of hope that it's real because it actually sounds good. You know, the thing if it isn't real, she should go back and make it sound like that. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And this is I've said this to Nancy in the past. I don't think leaks are happening. I don't think leaks. No, are they happening. do it on purpose. I think Taylor's doing it herself. I, that's what I'm hoping that they do. This or like, someone close that's, to Taylor. If that's is AI, doing that. that's some good AI. Well, that's some really good because it yeah. sounds exactly like a Taylor Swift melody. Her lyrics. It sounds like it sounds exactly like Post Malone. So. I actually kind of like the sound of that one. Actually, I, I, so. I think I think Taylor leaks some of the stuff on her own just to create a little bit of, of publicity. Yeah, yeah. Granted, she doesn't need to create the publicity. No. She doesn't need to. But it keeps her in the headlines constantly. Constantly. The old Taylor can't come to the phone right now. Why? Because she's dead. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, look what you made me do! Look what, what you made, made me do. do! That's still her worst song. It's it's her worst song. I will take that to my grave. That is that that is her worst song. And you know what? Reputation would probably be a top five album or top three album, maybe from her. If not from that, if not for that song. Uh, but that pulls that literally pulls that album down. Okay. So much. That's enough Taylor And Na- talk. Nancy's in there going, what? That's enough Taylor How talk, dare okay? you? That's enough, okay? We all know SZA should have won Album of the Year, but she didn't. Okay? That's how the cookie crumbles, okay? Well. We all know Boy Genius should have won also, both of them. <laughs> we all know Foo Fighters should have won Rock Foo Album. Fighters. But Paramore had to come in and, and break and, history. Yep. Good for them. <laughs> what history did they break? I think, it was the, I think it was the first rock album... Winner with a female led vocalist. Oh yeah. If I'm not yeah, mistaken, yeah. I think I think you're yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Nancy said yeah, which is cool. I did like that's my favorite Paramore album. So, well, here we go, Caleb. The last show that we talked about was our favorite film franchises, and we had some people comment saying that Star Wars and you know Indiana Jones. One person commented saying that the Fast and the Furious franchise was their favorite. I'm sorry um, that that's your favorite. I've never watched it, so uh, yeah. No, I'm kidding. Y'all can like what you want to like. We don't care, except for Fast and the Furious because they are. I heard some of those are pretty garbage. fun. Garbage. I don't. Well, I heard some of them pretty fun. They are, dude. I've never watched them. Anyway, Caleb, we are talking about bands today that we think are uh, un, uh, underrated or underappreciated. Appreciated. So um, I would say most of mine fall under the underappreciated one. I would say mine as well. I got one um, that I think is definitely underrated, but uh, the rest are probably more. Fits it fit in line with the underappreciated label. Mm, sure, sure. Okay, so Caleb, um, as always, we will let you go first. Okay. Um, we'll and take we'll, a little break. We'll take a break. See, little, little break. See, poo. Little breaky poo. <laughs> 
All right, Caleb, we are back from our little breaky-poo to check on everything like we always do. You all have uh, gotten used to that by now. We haven't, though, because, you know, you never PTSD. know. The, yeah, the PTSD so is strong. Audio defects. I think I need to get some anxiety medication for, for that. Uh, just for the just audio. For that. <laughs> Caleb, I'm going to let you go first, like okay, always. Well, let me tell you what I did. I, okay, didn't, tell you, you I didn't tell you what I did. Because I wanted okay. to be unique, and uh, I could have oh, told you, oh and we could have we could have aligned here. Oh boy! But I didn't want to do that. Here's what, what I did. Here's what I did. Okay. I did an artist from the '70s. I did oh. an artist. I did an artist from the '80s. Okay. I did an artist from the '90s. I did an artist from the 2000s. I did an artist from the 2010s. I didn't do that. I know you didn't, Josh. <laughs> That's what I said. I went into that right But now. I, I did it. it. But I did it because I wanted to. I wanted to reach like a wide spectrum of different kind of artists. Yeah, I didn't want to be like, oh, here's five shoegaze bands. Well, They're here all we underrated. Go. Here we go. Number one, Glenn Campbell. Josh, that is the most <laughs> insane thing. Nancy, and so, so Glenn Campbell. Real quick, real quick, before we get started, Rhinestone Cowboy was on Desperate Housewives because Nancy's watching Banger. Desperate Housewives right now. Banger. And I said, oh, there's Caleb's favorite, uh, favorite artist. And she was like, who? I said, Glenn Campbell. She said, huh? I was like, Rhinestone Cowboy, Glenn Campbell. She was like, Oh, that was it. That was the whole conversation. Oh, man, great. Uh, sick. But she did not know that Glenn Campbell sang Rhinestone Cowboy. It's only like his biggest hit song, right? One of them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I love Glenn Campbell. Okay. You, you, how many times have you talked about Glenn Campbell? Especially last year. I was to all us, about him last to year. Us? What? I said to us. How many times have you talked about Since Glenn last Campbell? January. Since I'll last January. Lot, yeah. Shows how much Nancy pays attention to her friends. Doesn't care about, she, she, she doesn't, doesn't care about, about dead nothing. artists. Yeah. Dead uh, artist. Dead artist. Yeah. That died in 2017. He's, he's, riding, he's riding the cattle yeah. in the sky. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a Wichita lineman in the stars. In the stars. Sky. In the stars yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, pay moving on. Okay, so my 70s Your artist. 70s artist. Had to revisit a little bit last week because uh, I used to love this. I used to listen to this band all the time. Okay. Uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. They're still great. No. Steely Dan. Josh. I don't know if you knew this. Steely Dan was one of the most popular bands of the 70s. No. They're Even still the, not one of the most popular bands today. They're very popular. I know they are. And right, rightfully Jesus so. But uh, no, this this band is called Big Star. I've heard of them. The lead singer, Alex Chilton. Mm-hmm. Um, Big Star. Uh, they The the uh, theme song for that 70s show is their song. Mm-hmm. In the, Hanging it out. Down, down the street. street. Yeah. The same old thing. That's we them. That's them. That's probably... That's become their biggest song, but they uh-huh. have other big songs like... Uh, let's see, like... I'm, I like to look at how many monthly listeners on Spotify. They uh-huh. did not reach the 500,000 monthly list. They're, they're okay. at like 410,000 uh, monthly listeners, and uh, their their highest stream song is a song called 13, mm-hmm. which I found out about because Elliot Smith covered it. Mm-hmm. Elliot Smith covered a few of their songs. Mm-hmm. They have a song called Nighttime that's okay. just like beautiful. But they have a lot of that like... Uh, Power pop sound uh, from the 70s. I don't know if anybody's ever listened to Bad Finger. Sort of similar to something like Bad Finger. Mm-hmm. Um, just great. They have a song called September Girls. And I'm like, how how is this not like one of the biggest songs of the 70s? Mm-hmm. It just has everything to it. And uh, I, I, don't know how, I don't know how they escaped uh, popularity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm listening to these songs. I'm like, oh my God, they got everything going on here. Yeah. And uh, uh, one, of the, one of the bands that... I'm not going to call them indie rock, but... I think a lot of indie rock bands became indie rock mm-hmm. because of them, like The Replacements. The Replacements even have a song called Alex Chilton, which is about the lead singer of Big Star, mm-hmm. uh, who, who passed away, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, Big Star is, is super good. They're a, 
I like to go on Album of the Year. It's a website where they have like every album and like the reviews that they have for critics, and mm-hmm. they have like all the interviews. And their overall average on Album of the Album of the Year is a seventy eight percent. Isn't bad. It's pretty well, you good. You deep dived into this. I a feel, little I bit. Feel, I feel like I well, have like I don't. I'm completely totally I don't inadequate. Th- in I don't things. think that Big Star is underrated because some of their albums have like like a one hundred. Uh, okay. The only reason why they got a 78 is because the album that they released, the last album they released, has like a straight up like 40. It, people hated it. But other than that, like they're all like 90s, 95s, 100s. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're not underrated. I just think they're they're heavily under underappreciated. Uh, they should be a household name. Okay. You done? Yeah. That's okay. It. That's it for me. All right. So uh, my first band is a band that we've talked about. A few times on this uh, on this show, um, it, they made my festival lineup, um, and I've talked quite a bit about them in the past. And that's a band called Hembry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really, really enjoy these guys. They're an indie rock band out of Kansas City. Uh, Go Chiefs, you know, I guess is their thing. They are big Chiefs fans. Anyway, um, they they are they're starting to get more. When I started listening listening to them, they weren't touring very mm-hmm. much. They had a record out, but they weren't touring very much. Well, now they're starting to get their they're starting to get some appreciation. They're starting to get the wheels going as far as touring and opening up for people and things like that. Um, they have two records. Uh, House on Fire is one, and for the life of me, um, it's a dream is the other one. Um, they actually were my most played. Uh, uh, their song Operators was one of my uh, was my top. Uh, played Spotify song in 2021. So that that it's, a while ago, yeah, damn good song too, damn good song. Um, but yeah, they're definitely they're. It's one of those bands where you can't really understand the vocals sometimes, uh, just because of the production. Um, but definitely worth checking out if you're into indie rock. I think I mean I, you've indie listened rock to or them. indie pop. What do, you, what do you think it leans more towards? Mm. Is it rocking or is it more of like... I th- their first record's a little more indie rock, but dance I think rock. Their, their second one is yeah. is very... I don't want to say dreamscapey, but it, it does, some of the some of the songs do have some dream pop elements in it, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think, they're, I think they're worth a listen. I think they're very underappreciated and very underrated because I don't think I've ever seen a review for their, any of their records. Ever. Ever. Have you got an album of the year? No. Do that's you want to check real quick? That's where you'll find it, Josh. Do you want to check real quick? You want me to check? Yeah. Check okay. album of the year. Keep talking see. about Henry. I mean, that's, that's, I mean... I'll check. Let's see. Um, well, let's see those 40s. They come <laughs> If they have 40s, then I'm going to be You're going to be like, well, I guess I can't like them. I'm going to be like, no, I'm just going to be like, you know what? <laughs> They're wrong. They're wrong. They are wrong. <laughs> um... But definitely, definitely worth checking them out. I would listen to House on Fire before listening to It's a Dream because I I was not a huge fan of It's a Dream when it first came out. It's grown on me. It's grown on me a, a lot, actually. But Hembree, uh, two E's. Hembree, H-E-M-B-R-E-E. And you have nothing. You have nothing. Yeah, there aren't any critics. Exactly! That's my point! Just user scores. And you sat here and you were like, huh, you're going to have people on here like Paul McCartney that's underappreciated. Ha, 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 ha. Well, guess what? Maybe they just don't like to, to send their albums out. They probably don't. <laughs> they probably don't. <laughs> but yeah, definitely worth checking them out. Uh, I, I think it's one of those bands you'll have at least one one song that you'll like by them. It'll go on your Spotify shuffle. You know what I mean? Your Spotify. 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 Your Spotify's Smack open. It. Ha! 
You get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. All right. What's your next band? Okay, moving on. Or, to the, artist. Moving on to the '80s is a band that I've talked about before. They're one of my favorite bands. Um, Tears for Fears. No, they are not underrated oh, okay. or underappreciated, okay. Josh. My Sorry. God. Sorry. Good God. Sorry. This is the most popular Sorry. band on here. Judging strictly by monthly listeners on Spotify alone, this seems to be my most popular artist on here, and that's XTC. Okay. Uh, okay. I have, I've talked about them before. I disagree, but okay. You disagree <laughs> about what? I think I think they're perfectly appreciated and perfectly rated. No, they are not. Really are. I'm just they kidding. Not. I'm kidding. Would you have known who they were if I didn't bring them up? Um, I had heard Dear God before. On it. On well, No, like before that. Okay. Like long time That's ago. That's where I heard it. Long time ago. See, Dear God may be the only song that people know by XCC. Yeah. Then they don't have another song that sounds like nope. Dear God. Nope. Uh, nope. Very like, their early stuff is very post-punk. Then they went more of a post-punk slash new wave sound. And then they started to sound psychedelic. And then they, they really like went into the different... I'm not saying that the, the times changed their music. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't like like oh we got to make a new wave album now. Okay. They just prog- they just progressed as as a band. Every album sort of has a different sound to it. Even on al- on albums alone, songs will sound different on an album. Mm-hmm. You're like, is this the same band doing this? And they made a career off of that, just making like really solid uh uh well pop songs is what they got. They kind of like rock songs, but mm-hmm. they didn't rock hard. Just technical like artsy pop, art mm-hmm. pop. Um. With a clear influence from both Paul McCartney and Brian Wilson when it comes to the songwriting, especially in their later stuff when they started to get more into the broke, uh, rock and broke pop with the orchestras and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I, this band is killer. And I, I meant to say that I only have one band on here that's still that's still active. The rest of these bands are toast. They're not okay. even together anymore. Okay. So, and this is one of those bands. Uh, they stopped playing live in 82, 83, because the singer had such an enormous stage fright that they'd never played live they only played live on like literal like live tv occasions mm-hmm. uh and it wasn't that he was scared of audiences he liked it it had to do with he had bad experiences on tour with certain things with things mm-hmm. going wrong yeah not with them playing but like technical things yeah and he said it like like ruined them so they stopped playing live and that probably definitely hurt their popularity oh, sure they became a studio band and they released really great stuff but i think if they would have Continue. continue playing live. Um, you got to get that outreach. Yeah. Got to get the outreach. Of course, I mean, they, their average score on album of the year is the same as Big Star, 78. Uh, really solid across the board. None of their albums have like bad reviews except for maybe like their opening album. And mm-hmm. uh, they have uh, 779,000 monthly listeners. Mm-hmm. It's making them, I'd say, my most popular artist on here. Uh, uh I'd say slightly underrated, but mostly underappreciated because I think that they're the best. I think that they're the best band of the '80s, like okay. straight up. I think that they're the best, and they're one of my favorite bands. So. Okay. Oh, and if you have to listen to a song by them, other than "Dear God," because I didn't do this with, I, I mentioned a few big star songs. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, their song "Since It's Working Over Time" is just a, at a banger and a half. It's a perfectly structured pop song. Um, it's probably their most popular song outside of "Dear God." So "Since It's Working Over Time" is is perfect. So check that one out. Okay. Now, if this band is on your list, then you can help me talk about it. And you're probably going to help me talk about it anyway, because you are a bigger fan of this band than I am. But I still think that they are greatly, greatly underappreciated as a band and need to have a bigger following than what they do. And that's a band called Cursive. I got Cursive. Yeah. I had them in the 2000s. Yeah. Cursive, without question, is one of the best indie rock bands I would say of all time. I'd say I mean, they. I'd say well, they're in the top. The fact that they the top they burst into so many different genres, so you could call them an indie rock band. Mm-hmm. But if you want to dive deep, and even some of the more recent stuff, yeah. uh, very emo. Yeah, they could be called an emo band. They yeah. could be called a post hardcore band. They could yeah. be called an art rock band, an indie rock band. There's a lot of things going yeah. on there. And man, are they 
so good live. Yeah, they're My awesome. My God, dude. Yeah, like from a from a musician standpoint, they're one of the best live bands I've ever got to see live. Seriously, yeah. I've, I mean, I've seen them more than any other band. Yeah. I've seen them five or six times. Dude, our our, awesome. our trip our trip to Pittsburgh when we saw them in Pittsburgh, and we were right in the right in the front. Man, that's one of the best. That was one of the best concerts experiences think, I've ever. See, had. my fandom for Cursors went on so long that I got to watch them when they didn't. I mean, they had a cello in the early 2000s. Then mm-hmm. I, I watched them when they didn't have a cello mm-hmm. in the early 2010s. Mm-hmm. And then I got to watch them two times with cello because yep. I went on the Ugly Organ uh, yeah. reunion tour. And that was awesome. Then we watched them in Pittsburgh yep. after their newer album For came the, out. Um, Vitriola tour. Vitro- Vitriola. Vitriola, thank you. And uh, the, the record player tour as well. I think that, I think that uh, they're the one band on my list that breach into both underrated and underappreciated because yep. they have an av- average album of the year score of 70%. I think that legitimately they have some amazing albums. Yeah. They have like a 65, a 65%. I'm like, Oh, like mom, I think mama, I think mama I'm swollen is incredible. Yeah. It's my favorite album of theirs. And yep. I, I like mama. I'm swollen. Happy hollow more than the ugly organ. And I think the ugly I organ think, is awesome. I think happy. I think happy hollow Man, it's hard, and that last—not the last record, the record before last—Vitriola is man. That album it's really is good, solid from it's start good. to I mean, finish. I mean, I like all their albums. Yeah, I, yeah. I think Get Fixed yeah. might be like my least favorite. Yeah. Their last one, just because it kind of felt like Vitriola Part Two. Yeah, um, felt like outtakes. But even their op- their first couple albums that are a little rougher, like mm-hmm. very like very uh, emotional, emo. Mm-hmm post-hardcore, and then Domestica was sort of like their one that really you, broke them free. You sit here and I 150% say that you and I will not have the And then I said, unless you have this <laughs> one. <laughs> so I was like, well, he, might, he might have that one. He does yeah. like that band. But yeah. yeah uh, Definitely. If you, They're so hard to say like, like, hey, listen to this song, listen yeah, to this song, because they, fall it, into they, they so become many a, genres. they become a different band. Yeah. Like on every, like yeah. the Ugly Organ fundamentally does not sound like their very next album, Happy yeah. Happy Hollow. No. But yeah, and then Happy Hollow doesn't sound like Mom, I'm swollen or get fixed or uh, then uh, I am Gemini is a yep. progressive rock concept album. Yep. So it's like, well, know, Happy Hollow is a concept record technically. I, not as much. Not, not as much. Not as much. It's, but it's better. It's better than I am Gemini. But I am Gemini is straight up like yeah. He had like storyboards and stuff written for that one. I think Happy Hollow is loosely based. It's a conceptual album, mm-hmm. um, but not in the sense that it has like a true yeah. narrative. Yeah. It's just about yeah. a town. It's about different. Yeah. Elements that make a town, whether yeah. it be like a fundamentalist Christians or people, uh, I don't know. There's, a, I feel like there's a lot of Christians. Were you gonna, were you, were you gonna sidebar and talk about the shoes? Uh, we we can do that after I get done with cursive. Okay, if you want to. Um, we, I just wanted to make we sure we do gotta talk about some shoes. Yeah, I was okay. gonna say we'll, we'll we're gonna take a break and talk about but, some shoes. But, <laughs> but cursive, um, when it comes to recommending a song by them, it's 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 tough. It it's, I almost have it's to like I almost have to recommend a couple yeah. like a you could say like the recluse or like a, a driftwood from mm-hmm. Ugly Organ, mm-hmm. but then a song like a Dorothy at Forty from yeah. Happy Hollow. Then I think one of the more popular songs from Mom Mom Solon is uh, uh, from the Hips. Yeah, I think from the Hips is just universal. It's just yeah. really really good. Yeah. So yeah, any of those songs I can understand people not initially being into them. They're I wasn't initially into them at first. I think it takes a bit. I think it takes a little bit of appreciation to listen to a lot of mm-hmm. the different stuff to be yep. like, oh, they got a lot of yep. range here, and they're yep. doing a lot of different things. The thing of it is about them is, if anybody wants to get into them, I would almost say just listen to the records 
but don't give up on them if there is a record that you don't like. If, you, if you're going to listen to one record first, listen to The Ugly Organ. Yeah. Listen to The Ugly Organ and then work your way through other stuff. Yeah. Uh, no. You don't want to start with their opening album. You don't want to start with their, with their latest album. No. The Ugly Organ is creepy and artsy, mm-hmm. but I think it has enough mainstream appeal to it. I mean, it was their most popular album. So yep. there's got to be something to it, despite me listening to Gentleman Caller. Like, how, I don't know how this is mainstream. <laughs> this is, this, <laughs> this is, <laughs> like, this is <laughs> wild. But yeah. Listen, but, to, yeah. listen to that album, The I Ugly would, Organ. But yeah, I'm, but you would agree, though. Listen listen to the records, and but don't give up on them if you, if you hear a record that you don't like. Even if you don't like The Ugly Organ, be yeah. like, move on, move on over to Happy Hollow. Yeah. There's so many different interesting yeah. elements on that album yeah. alone. Uh, yeah. Anyway. So yeah. We're we'll taking a break. We'll, we'll take a break and we'll, we'll, talk, about we'll talk about some, some kicks. So Caleb, on the way... To hear to record, you were telling me about the 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 Trump shoes. Now we don't get political on this show. This was too good, but (laughs) the Trump shoes. And since you are a shoe collector, yeah, it applies. It applies. It applies. So you saw the Trump shoes. So is there there a sneaker con? Is there a picture? There was a sneak. Yes. Okay. You have internet. I'm on my phone. Why don't you look it up? Okay. So there was. What am I looking up here? So the Trump shoes. Just look up Trump shoes. Trump shoes. Okay. (laughs) I did. Did you? I think I did. Yeah. So this is why it was a surprise whenever you acted surprised about it. Uh, the sneaker con this past weekend in Philadelphia, uh, Trump was there promoting the Trump shoes. <laughs> he was there. Are you seeing them? Are you looking at them, Josh? Do they look spray painted with gold, gold spray paint? <laughs> <laughs> Josh is speechless. Folks. You know what this? You know? You know what this literally is? They they were going for like four hundred bucks. Do you know what? The, but do you know what this is? What is it, Josh? What is? Look it? at that, and tell me that that is not something they would do on the boys. Yo, yeah. I mean, I don't see it anymore. I see seven hundred five oh, now. I did. I've seen but the that is literally to know. that is literally something that they would do for Homelander on the boys. Yeah, yeah. So I read something. Do you else. want to dress like Homelander? So you know, buy he, the new Homelander. So you shoes. know, he can't he can't run a business in New York. Uh, city anymore you know that right no i didn't because so, i don't i don't keep up with politics anymore Kevin, so because the only thing so he, ever he does is do make this, me mad. he had to do this in philadelphia and it's not he didn't make the shoe it was some other guy that does the shoes and he was just kind of there promoting it because you know he he just lost a lot of money in a in a lawsuit or a in trial yes, or something 300 i did see the 355 so million dollars that he has to pay now so so the grifter is grifting once again but now he's grifting in my territory, and it is one of the most disgusting and ugly that pairs of shoes. That is the ugliest shoe I've ever... It's awful. It's one it, looks, of them. it looks terribly cheap and yeah. terrible. And it, yeah. The fact that it, you, it's going... Well, in resale, because he signed some of them, in resale, they're going big. Like thousands. <laughs> <laughs> it's an awful, awful shoe. You know what? Here's the thing. It's a terrible shoe. You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say it, because, listen, the people, the people, the people, the people, <laughs> I am one of the people that listen to our show. So <laughs> I trust the people. I trust the people that listen to our show because I'll guarantee you this. They ain't listening 99% of the time. If you're a Trump supporter, you probably ain't listening you're to probably, our show. I would say you're probably not. You probably ain't. Yeah. And that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. If you're you are this if anyway. You, if you are a Trump supporter and you're listening to the show, okay. You just know these shoes we are, don't are bad. <laughs> We're talking about these shoes. They're terrible. And that's one of the most ugly pair of shoes was, I've ever seen. What was funny is with the comment section, it was like a... It makes sense that he went to a sneaker con. 
Oh my god. And then one was like a air fraud ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is he going stomping in his Air Force frauds? Yeah. So it, air, air fraud. It was worth oh. the comments alone. So nobody, why? nobody, nobody liked why? him. <laughs> Apparently, somebody liked him if they're paying thousands of dollars. Well, for some him. some sneakerheads did because they knew that they could they could get him to sign it, and they took advantage of the situation so that they could resell for thousands of dollars. Oh my god! Because Trumpers will, Guys. they do want that, Josh. Guys. It's a cult, Josh. Wake up! <laughs> Wake up! <laughs> god. I'm confused. Why? Why would you want? Why? I've never. It's the same. No, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on record. I'm gonna go on record here. It's the same mentality. The same mentality. Going back to what I know best when it comes to people that scout money, and that's Kiss. Okay. Mm -hmm. Friday. Friday. Kiss put out a banner on their website. A mm-hmm. cloth banner with rhinestones. It was a six foot wide banner. Yeah. Okay. It's like six foot by like four foot or something like that. Okay. About as long as probably the the fridge. Okay. Yeah. You know how much they were selling this banner for, Caleb? Not too much. Guess. Just one guess. One guess. Five hundred dollars. <laughs> Thousand. One thousand five hundred dollars. That did not include shipping. That's stupid. Grifter. The same people that buy the $1,500 will buy the Trump shoes. Yeah. Because you know why? It's the same people that A, have more money than they know what to do with. Yeah. B, have more money than sense. Yeah. I'm sorry. And I'm saying that from a KISS fan. And I know how stupid people are with money. Yeah. So I think I have the right to it's say just that. Like, it's just like so bizarre with, with Trump is that if you knew, I don't know how to understand how anyone could, couldn't see past his his grift because he's this is he's done stuff like this a bunch of times oh, i know and now he's in the sneaker game and that's this is my territory yeah. now and they're awful shoes and i've seen really good i've seen really good jordans go in the resale market for five hundred dollars but they're all initially <laughs> they're all initially sold for at the very most 200 to 220 dollars you- and the trump shoe in retail costs more than that that's insane you know what you know what cracks me up and this is just a a, a side Side thought because when you said that, you know what came to mind? What the scene in American Beauty when when Kevin Spacey says, "Well, technically, she is the drive-through manager, so you're technically on her turf." You yeah. know the you know the part I'm talking about? That was literally you just now. He's in the sneaker game, and that I is my thing. I don't, so you're technically on my turf. I don't love to be compared to Kevin Spacey. <laughs> if I'm being honest, but I'll take that's okay. true. I get it. That's, that's true. I still really like that movie, and I, I'll take it. Okay, but that's what that's what it reminded me of. But if you're still listening after our Look Donald Trump shoes. rant, Look up those shoes, God, folks. You They're know bad. what? I'm gonna I'm gonna put the Donald Trump shoe as our logo this week. <laughs> to, we're gonna drop we'll drop the Donald Trump shoe as the uh, the thumbnail chat, for this week. Chat from a Donald Trump shoe. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're you, gonna pick out our, our topic. Which segues of. to our next thing. Would you like to sponsor Chat from a Hat so we can get? So we can get the Donald Trump we shoes get the tr- Donald Trump to start shoe. pulling topics from apparently, the shoe. Apparently he sold... Who throws a shoe? Apparently he sold 35 pair or something like that at the sneaker con. He didn't have many. Uh, he sold some of them. I'm sure he didn't. They're probably all handmade in the back of his the trunk of his car with spray paint. I'm not going to lie. They look awful. They, wa- they look, look awfully. Terrible. They look awfully Walmart-ish. <laughs> so, because yeah. the thing... Okay, here's the thing, though. Where are the shoes from? I don't know. They have to. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know where somebody. they were manufactured. No, I don't know. 
So it's not a partnership with anybody. They was well, somebody. There was a maker, and Trump's not even like the owner or anything like that. But somehow they got Trump to come there and 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 like promote the sneakers. My guess is that he's gonna he's gonna be getting some money from it probably somehow. So I just I'm I'm all right. I'm, I'm just flabbergasted. I don't even want to be here. Anymore. Back to underrated and underappreciated artists. I don't folks. I don't want to be here anymore. Well, too bad. So if you're still listening, sorry, thank I ruined you. your day with Trump shoes. <laughs> if you're still listening, thank you. And if you're still listening, well. We don't get political on this show ever, but it wasn't necessarily one political. Time, that was just dumb stuff. I yeah, mean, that was come on. Dumb. If any po- if any politician did something pulled something like oh, that, oh yeah, absolutely. My gosh, because that that's just they're hideous. If, if Biden, they were good looking shoes, I'd give him props. If, Biden, if they were good looking shoes, they're awful but, though. They're but worse. they look like shit. They're awful. <laughs> they're they literally like awful. It what it reminds me of. It reminds me of those those guys. Those like pr- people that that. Either like stay still as statues in big cities. Oh my god, <laughs> that's what those shoes the, the remind living, me of. The living statues. The living statues. Yep. Yeah, it reminds me of that a little bit. Error, error. <laughs> okay, so all right, you want me to go since we? We want that curse of yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm on the '90s now, okay. which is we all know is my is my era. Okay, is my favorite decade of music. So okay. I wanted I wanted to. I wanted to get the Trump shoes off of my. I wanted to go to. <laughs> I wanted to dive into to shoegaze in the nineties because that's where that that genre became a thing mm-hmm. and it kind of stayed there. Even though you still get some shoegaze stuff today, the best it was ever was in the nineties. So I wanted to highlight a shoegaze band okay. that I found to be probably the most underappreciated. Okay. Uh, you got the My Bloody Valentines, you got the Lushes, you got the Slow Dives, but then you got a band called Pale Saints. Okay, who. Uh, I put them up against any of them, okay. honest to God. Especially their album In Ribbons is one of my favorite albums of all time. Um, and they all, they're only averaging about 250,700 monthly listeners on Spotify. Okay. So when it comes to shoegaze, they're, or at least the shoegaze bands that a lot of people consider the pioneers of shoegaze, mm-hmm. they're low. They're low. But they have an, an average score on album of the year of an 80%. Their first two albums particularly have a 90 and their last album, which I think is a little bit underrated, has a 50. It only had one review, and they gave it a 50. I'm like, oh, that's that's a cheap shot. That's a lot better than that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I think that they're an, they're just an awesome band. I'd love for them to to come back and uh, like sort of sort of uh, have a resurgence as a band because uh, they were definitely underappreciated, mm-hmm. properly rated for the most part, except for that 50 they got on the last album. I think pretty much pop, uh, properly rated. But uh, when it comes to shoegaze underrated when it just comes to being a rock band in general gosh oh mm-hmm. like when it comes to overall 90s rock bands mm-hmm. they're low they're, like they're so low but when it comes to shoegaze also they're a little they're a little low so okay. i recommend pale saints my favorite song by them is called uh hunted and it, it's it's just straight up one of my favorite songs of all time i think it's the best shoegaze song of all time mm-hmm. hunted by, by pale saints so i recommend that one, uh, I think I find them to be a really, really accessible shoegaze band. There's nothing too outrageous or experimental about their music. Okay, cool. Your turn. Um, well, I'm going with a person that some people may think that she's that she's pretty rated where she's at, but I don't hear people talk about her compared to her soon-to-be ex-husband. Um, and oh my, my next person is Amanda Shires. Okay. Um. Amanda Shires has a voice that is very... I think it's a unique voice. Um, of course, every voice is unique. But 
there's times when Amanda Shires can sing and it sounds like an angel, and, and sometimes she sings and it sounds like she just swallowed a whole cup of gasoline. Um, her last album, uh, Take It Like a Man, which we got to go see her play, correct, Nancy? Yeah. She played that in its entirety at the V Club. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, she's known for, like I said, with being... Uh, formerly married to Jason Isbell, which they're getting a divorce, unfortunately, for them. Uh, but uh, she was a member of the 400 unit for a while, So she, but she had her own solo career. But she was always overshadowed by that band, mm-hmm. in a sense. People that knew Jason Isbell knew she was part of that, but a lot of people didn't know she had a solo career. Yeah. Um, I think she's definitely underrated and underappreciated because no one, I don't hear anybody ever really talk about her. Especially around here, but she she had a good following at the V Club, and there was a lot of people there to see her at the V Club. But case in point, were they there to see her because of her, or were they there to see her because of her association with Jason Isbell? Yeah, and she's a better artist than than the association with Jason Isbell. That's just me, though. Um. I would definitely listen to the album Take It Like a Man from start to finish, honestly. Um, I can't pick a singular song off of it because it is literally this woman pouring her heart out about her marriage on a record. And her and her ex-husband plays on that record mm-hmm. and plays guitar on that record. So, yeah, definitely worth, definitely worth listening to. And she's very creative, like a very creative lyricist, too. So yeah, Amanda Shires. That's my my next person. Who? This is my last one. Your last one. It's five. Caleb. I thought we were doing five. Yeah, we are done. Okay, five. Jesus. That's <laughs> this is twenty tens. Uh, okay. I think twenty twenties. Oh, no. If an artist is just coming nude in twenty twenties, they haven't had enough time to be underrated, mm-hmm. really. So twenty tens. Um, I can make the argument, at least for myself, for my own personal beliefs, that this is the most underappreciated band of all time. Okay. Judging by how they're not a band anymore, they oh. they suffered. I firsthand watched them play live several times, and there was like nobody there. Oh, uh, and this is symbols. This is symbols eat guitars. Yep. Um, I won't. I won't disagree with who that. the lead singer now fronts a band called Empty Country, and I, I fear the same fate is happening with them because uh, it's still it's still out there. It's still like not like majorly accessible, but it's. It's ultimately really good, solid, and thought-provoking indie rock. Mm-hmm. Um, I got into Symbol Z Guitars when they played with Cursive, mm-hmm. band we talked about a little earlier, yeah. in uh, Lexington. I vaguely knew them, and they blew me away. Mm-hmm. There's, that's only happened twice where I watched an opening act, and I'm like, man, they're they're kind of like upstaging the main act. Now I'm into, and that was Meatwave, and that was no, no. <laughs> I, I knew Meatwave, but uh, Symbol Z Guitars, and whenever I watched Wolf Alice. Yeah. Open for Silver Sun Pickups. I'm like, oh, I'm a, I'm a bigger Wolf Alice fan than I am yeah. Silver Sun Pickups now. Uh, Simply Guitars immediately, like, it was just, I just, I was drawn to them. Mm-hmm. Um, just the, their, their choices of uh, song compositions and how their first two albums really feature no choruses. It's just like, it's like a symphony of chaos mm-hmm. with, like, really good hooks that they don't like to repeat. And that's something that they learn later on. On, like, their third album, like, maybe we should repeat some of these things that are very hooky. Um, yeah. And, and even when they reach their peak of popularity around that album, it's still, I'd still go to these shows, man. And it was, it was depressing. It was dead. It was dead. I've watched them. I watched them three times, 
And the deadest was when I watched them in Columbus. Uh, With Chris, right? Chris, Chris, Nathan, and our friend Justin mm-hmm. Bailey. Um, and uh, it was at Ace of... It was at Ace of Cups in was, Columbus. Was that no. was that the show where like Chris sat on the stage and like filmed the show yeah. from the stage? He, he no, he got on the he put his he Chris Chris sort of like got a little too comfortable and had the the camera like right in the singer's face yeah. and the singer was like move this camera. Oh, <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm with him. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> like you're right if it is grill, bro, Chris. But we got into that show for free. That was a show that I oh, yeah. I called, I told them on Twitter. I was like, hey, we're traveling from. West Virginia to come watch you guys, and they put us on the guest list. Oh, that's cool. And I'm not sure if anybody else was there because they were fans. They yeah. were, I think, people were there because there was a show in town. Yeah, I was there because I'm a big, and that was before their album Lose came out, and they mm-hmm. played. So I got into all the Lose songs before that album came out. I yeah. knew all those songs, and that yeah. was awesome. But uh, their album Lose came out, and they, they did gain a little bit of popularity, but still not. I watched them after that album came out, and. I could still count like maybe a hundred people tops inside of like a yeah. small room. Um, but uh, they broke up in 2017 very, very quietly. Yeah. Uh, I, I, they, they broke up so quietly that I didn't know they broke up till two years after that. I was like, where, where are they at? And then I saw that he has a new a new act. I'm yeah. like, well, I guess I'm just transitioning to this now. Well, the thing of it was is that even on like his uh, on his Instagram page and stuff, it just kind of like eclipsed into this other. Yeah, into the other band. Well, Empty Country. If you get into cymbals and guitars, the good news is, is that Empty Country is a an amazing like it's a great follow up. Yeah, because it still kind of sounds like cymbals and guitars, mm-hmm. just a, a little bit more experimentation, a little bit more uh, nuance, hookier, mm-hmm. uh, still long songs and still madness mm-hmm. when 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 he wants to. But uh, it should, I just think it's incredible. I can, I and, it, and it's one of the things where I can see where people wouldn't like it. Yeah, because it's a voice. That some people is it's not going to appeal to some people, mm-hmm. but I say just just guide yourself through it, and you'll see the passion behind the voice and how good it sounds with certain hooks. Uh, I love it, I love it. And if I had to recommend one song that embodies cymbals and guitars, I'd recommend the song Jackson from mm-hmm. Lose. It's their best yep. song, I think. It's just it's perfect. Yep. It has choruses, but it also dives into other things. It's about six and a half minutes long. Yep. It's it's the, it's a perfect song, uh, very emotional, great storytelling, a great lyricist. Um, very, you can you can you can you can taste the passion in every single note that they play on on any album. So, Symbols and Guitars, uh, they have r- almost eleven thousand monthly listeners on Spotify. So, by far the lowest out of all my yeah. bands. So, that sucks. I, I was they were my favorite band. Straight up, they were my favorite band. They beat mm-hmm. Cursive for me. Like I, yeah. they surpassed Cursive. Like oh, they're better than Cursive. And it just sucks whenever if the, if if you're not if you're losing money on tour, you can't function as a band. Yep. You just you can't. can't. You can't. You can't. It's impossible. Yep. And they even had a big like a. They even had a semi big tour with the band Brand New, who's mm-hmm. now a disgraced band, but the band Brand New, mm-hmm. big tours. But I think it was it was tough because while they can sort of fall into the emo territory, the fans of Brand New in yep. like modern baseball were like. Yep. Oh, we don't like this. This is a little too weird, dude. Case, and, case we 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 saw a similar situation with that when we saw Cody and Cambria and Cursive. Yeah, it was very because thank you, scientists and Cursive sort of blend. I yep. know thank you, scientists is crazier than Cursive, yep. but it's still very progressive. Yeah, and Cursive is progressive, but but noise rock. Yeah, and it's like the Cody fans were not into no, it. They weren't. And uh, I mean, people were turning they, their backs. During it's the hard. Show. Bands like Cursive and Symbols and Guitars is hard to build them on a tour. Yeah, which, which I'm glad to see that. 
Cursive's tour with Thursday went well. Mm-hmm. It seems like an odd pairing, but they're both major players in the po- yeah. in the post hardcore scene, at least in the yeah. early two thousands. So sometimes it just don't work. You it know? Just don't work. It just that don't way. work. Sometimes just don't work. Which is which is unfortunate because I know you were big into Symbols guitars. But now I got, it kind of it kind of shaped some of our music too. One hundred Symbols guitars changed me as a songwriter. Yeah. Our, the music that we played, Meet Me in the Matinee, changed after I got into them. Yep. I was like, oh, we need to be like them. We never were. No. <laughs> uh, but I, but I got Empty Country. Now, Empty Country's really, really good. Yeah. So, What's your last one? Well, Caleb, my last one is, a, you might feel is a stretch, but I think that this band should be playing arenas. I really do. Ghost. Do. Yes, Ghost. <laughs> um, and again, another band that I've talked about on this uh, this podcast before and it is a band that is big in our inner circle of friends but when you talk about it to people outside they're that when when i talk about a band and they go who i've never heard of them whatever mm-hmm. and then i have to sit there and explain the the, the band to them that's how i base it on underappreciated mm-hmm. if you haven't even heard of the band then and granted there's what 90 million bands out there now yeah but shovels and rope dude Okay. I think Shovels and Rope is the most underappreciated Americana act out today. And the reason being is because they literally play everything on stage themselves. The two of them. The two of them. The two of them. And I have never in my life... And it was the... Seeing them was the first time I'd ever seen this on yeah. stage. Of of, of... 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 Carrie sitting there and playing drums and playing keyboards with one hand and drums with her feet in the other hand and harmonica and singing at the same time mm-hmm. while Michael's playing guitar and doing background vocals or playing harmonica and singing. And then they switch and then he'll do that while she's playing guitar and singing or they'll be playing the piano and doing this. It's insane the amount of coordination that these two have to yeah. be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And I would never be able to freaking do that ever, yeah. ever. And they write some great fucking songs, dude. Mm-hmm. Some of their songs are so good. And if you, there's a movie about them called The Ballad of Shovels and Rope, okay? And it is about their beginnings. Mm-hmm. They cry when they get a washer and dryer, for God's sake. Yeah. It's, it's a feel-good story, and it's a band that I feel that many people don't Appreciate if you like Tyler Childers, if you like Jason Isbell, if you like any of these Americana bands, you got to give Shovels and Rope a chance. Yeah, they should. They should be to me fall in the same exact vein as those bands. I can because see that. to uh, me, I, I, would, I don't understand why you would like one and not like the other. Th- yeah, to right? me, to me, I think <laughs> that they are just as good, if not better, than some of those bands on on some given days, mm-hmm. especially in a live setting. Because their their intimate shows that they play are great, they're fantastic, but that could translate to an arena band like Jason Isbell, like Tyler Childers. Yeah. Sorry, I think I think sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if that pisses people. <laughs> I don't off. know. I don't think it would. <laughs> well, there's the Americana scene is very touchy. uppity. They're very uppity they're very and touchy uppity. with your flannel shirts and your your full beards and. <laughs> your Baker Boy caps and your glasses. Well, if you're still listening, no, I'm, I'm joking. First I'm, Trump, I'll, now this. Yeah, uh, first Trump, now I'm, I'm now completely Americana. obliterating the Americana scene. No, I'm kidding. Um, 
but yes, I, I deep down in my soul believe that Shovels and Rope deserves more than what they have. And they tour all the time. They're all over the place all the time. Mm-hmm. But they should be in arenas. If not arenas, they should be in places like the Clay Center. They should be in places like these theaters, like the... Uh, uh, Municipal. Yeah, the Keith Albee and stuff Possibly like that. that yeah. That's where they should be. Yeah. That's just me, though. Maybe they'll be on the West Virginia's for Lovers Festival. They'll play their emo stuff. On I would one. shit. <laughs> they're not going to be. On I know they're not, but I, I would. I yeah. would. I would be like, huh? What a weird choice. But I guess we have to go now. Regardless, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm excited about. It. I'm excited. Yeah, I to, think uh, it'll be okay. I think it'll be a good show. Because I've seen where uh, another some other bands that I really like. Because I was looking at all the different festivals. Uh huh. And a, a, a punk rock band that I love called Pup was on like mm-hmm. Iowa. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, if Pup, <laughs> if Canadian band punk rock band Pup comes to West Virginia, God Almighty, it's gonna be, it's gonna, it's gonna go off. I it's tell gonna, you, it's, it's gonna, gonna go down. <laughs> I might find myself uh, slam dancing up there. I'm not gonna. Don't do that. I'm not gonna. I, I, um, I, I get upset when, when someone touches me. <laughs> <laughs> like, please don't touch me, <laughs> sir. I'm not 21 anymore. I don't like. I don't like uh, leaving concerts I with can't a headache. Do that. <laughs> But yeah, that's it. That's oh, yeah. our so, uh, dude, man, what is it? No, I was just I was just seeing like the Ohio one last year and stuff like that. They had Jim, good. Jimmy Eat World, Alkaline Trio, State Champs, Hawthorne Heights, Starring Line, Ryan K, Red Red Jumpsuit Apparatus was on that bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was on that one. Yeah, I mean, there's always going to be at least man. two or three. I've that had was to, the closest I've one I've had here to watch State Champs a couple times. I don't even like State Champs, but I've had to watch them a couple times because they, they kept opening for Bayside. The, t- the, Tennessee, <laughs> the Tennessee one was Under Oath, Bayside, May Day Parade, State Champs, Thursday, Hawthorne Heights, Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. So it looks like there are some bands that are in each city. There's, there's, al- yeah, there's always... Some of the same lo- bands, I'm, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm looking at that, and I'm like, I'm looking at that, and who was the main one there, Under Oath? Under Oath. I'd watch you under Oath, man. They're good. Uh, uh, Massachusetts had Silverstein, Hawthorne Heights, Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's the worst one so far. That's the worst one. Really? Is that it? Yeah. That's the, well, else? no, there was more, but nobody that I think you've heard Name of. Some. Uh, Emory. Yeah. Uh, Further Seems Forever, Proper, Slow Joy, and Mall Cops. Okay. So that's the worst I hope one. We don't get something like that. If if Silverstein is the main band on ours, I'll be a little upset. I won't go probably. Yeah, I, that's what I fear like, is that there's going to be like, like one it out for, for a Jimmy Eat World or yeah. a Bayside, yeah, or a Pup or Thursday, yeah. Oh well, a Green Day. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Why is it Steely Dan? S- what is? How weird. What is it? The um. Some of the the tickets are being sold on the Charleston Civic Center Coliseum website. Like, they have a a link now on the Charleston Civic Center for it. How weird. Tickets aren't supposed to go on sale yet. No, 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 they're not. I'm just saying they've added an event page for it. Oh, but it's ran by the the, West Virginia Coliseum. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're just having it at the ballpark. Yeah, they're having it at the ballpark. Yeah, it's ran through them, though. Because it's a festival. Yeah, uh, yeah, makes sense, I guess. Yeah. They have not still not announced anybody yeah. yet. I'm so. thinking in the next week or so. I mean, they got to release it before tickets go on sale. 
they got to. Yeah. yeah. You can't just, like, not say the lineup and then start selling tickets like that. Oh, yeah. You can. <laughs> It'll be bad. It won't be good, but <laughs> yeah. you can. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is fire the festival. festival the festival again. will be held at the Go Mart Ballpark and is general admission, standing room only. Which tells me that they're probably not going to open the seats up. Other than v- VIP, which yeah, the VIPs were only a hundred bucks. So that the VIP packages are one hundred and ninety nine bucks. The one I saw was a hundred. These are for. That's not like the uh, the the lowest one I saw was yeah the, bucks. the lowest one is a hundred that's bucks, what I mean but that but I mean that doesn't really you get, get to you. meet Hawthorne Heights the VIP upgrade <laughs> the VIP upgrade does not include a ticket to the festival oh does it not no that's on them who wants a VIP <laughs> yeah I'm just so there, there you go I'm just there, there to listen to you go listen I it, it it will completely totally depend on who is on this lineup whether or not I I pull the trigger or not. Well, here's what, here's how here's how it's going to go, Josh. Here's let's, how it's going to go. Let's I'm say listening. if if Thursday is on there, and let's say another band like a Reliant K. Dude, if it's Thursday, I would go watch Thursday. Okay, that's all I'm saying. If it's if like it's a Thursday, one, okay. If it's, one, if it's one big band, like yeah. one big band that I care about or yeah. even remotely care about yeah. or even have a a thought process yeah. of caring about I would go because yeah. it's in my backyard what or that Nancy cares that's why I said Reliant K yeah uh, it, Reliant K li- is from Ohio they live in Canton Ohio they're from Canton Ohio I don't know if they live there anymore well if they're from if they're from Canton they're only like four hours away exactly so, but I don't know that, if they, I don't know if they live in like California now or what but right uh, but yeah I'm hoping fingers I'm, crossed I'm for Jimmy World or Bayside that's who I'm, I'm or both or both or both both right it being brought, it being done by the Civic Center gives me hope that there I will saw, be some. One of those lineups, I saw a band that I had heard in, man, dang near 20 years. And it was a band called The Forecast. They were on Victory Records, and they were like, they were like Southern Rock Emo, mm-hmm. and I literally have not heard about them since 2006. And I saw them on one of those lines, like, if they show up, that'd be awesome. Yeah. And I liked them, so... I think it's going to boil down to, hopefully, like I said, that the Civic Center, them having a hand in it, mm-hmm. it's going to be disturbed. Here's what we'll have to do. No. It's, if it, let's say if we, because we have a topic in our hat that's based, that's based around 2000's Emo, okay. and we have not pulled it out yet. If we haven't pulled it out by June, we're going to do it in promotion, assuming that the lineup is like halfway decent. That's fine. To sort of like, you know, to take advantage of it. <laughs> hey, are you going to the West Virginia is for Lovers Festival? Well, it, listen to this podcast. Listen to these bands that did not that are not in the lineup. They're not in the lineup. <laughs> not now. All right. Not ever. Let's draw. Who's turn is it? Draw? Is it my? Oh god! It's your draw. Oh god! Oh god! It's Caleb's draw. He what better am I draw. Do? What if I pull that out? Good. <laughs> I won't put it back. Put it back. <laughs> I won't put it back. Put it back. I've been wanting to do that one for a put while. Put it back. We'll hold on to we'll it. I have Nancy in that one. If yeah, Nancy can be involved in that one. Because you all know about know more about 2000's Emo than I do. Hmm. Hmm. I don't like this. I don't like this. Let me see what it is. Let me see what it is. Why'd you th- why did you throw it like I that? I don't love it. Because it's not an interesting... Jesus, where is it? It's a draft and it's not interesting to me. Why is it not a draft? What? Why? It's just not interesting to me. Because you're afraid you get your ass whipped. Because I will, Josh. You will. I'm not going to vote. You will. You're going to be voting like, what do the fans want? No. What do the fans want? No, it's it's a 
very well known fact that a lot of bands that I like are some of those popular well, here's what I'm bands do. of all time. I'm going to another one. See, I'm going to put it up against each other right, real quick. The first time this has ever been done, folks. 2000's Emo. <laughs> what is it? We can do the band draft. <laughs> what is that one? Let me see what it is. This is guilty Pleasure Movies. Oh, yeah, that's kind of, yeah, okay. So band drafts, that's what we're doing next week. Okay, sure. Short, sweet, to the point. I still don't understand it. How do we, what do we judge based we on? We are. What do we base it off of? Like, seriously. I can't judge, I can't go by who's who's Caleb's favorite acts. If we, if we, if we want people to vote on it, okay. Caleb's beat. Nancy. Caleb's beat. We're doing a band draft next week. What would you put as the criteria? If you were on the outside looking in... What would be the criteria for a band draft? Would you do it by the most popular bands? Would you do it by our actual favorite bands? Objectively, the greatest bands. Okay. Would, here's what I'm going to go by. I'm going to go by who I truthfully. I'm not going to. I'm not going to lie to myself. Okay. I can already name a couple bands off the top of my head that I'm not going to pick. Okay. Even though. Their their shirts are their shirts are their shirts are in every Coles or Coles America. I tell you what. I tell you what. I tell you what. The rule. Okay. No Beatles. What? No Beatles. Why? Because because that's they're number one. It, that's my point. I was gonna pick them. Nope. Well, there goes Kiss. Well, there goes like all of them. Okay. <laughs> so no Beatles, no Rolling Stones, no Who, no Pink Floyd. That's the four bands that are off limits. Oh, well, you're not going to throw in Led Zeppelin? I wasn't going to draft Led Zeppelin anyway. And neither was I. That's what I'm saying. Then I'm Led I was, Zeppelin. There's I was the not going to draft Led Zeppelin. Oh, I wasn't either. Are you kidding me? So there you go. I'm, There's your I'm criteria. now. <laughs> There's your criteria. 15 bands. Pick them. Okay. But no Beatles, no Who, no Led Zeppelin, no Pink Floyd, no Rolling Stones. Okay. Better write those down. Nancy, write those down. It's on the podcast episode. <laughs> and we're going to listen back to it. And we're going to listen God. back to I feel that makes it a little more... It won't make it top-heavy. You know what I'm saying? Are either of us going to draft ACDC? I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to either. I mean, if I did, it would have been like low. I'm not going to... I'm not going to... Sure, I will... I will put people in there that I know people like, but also I really like. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to yeah. do. It was going to be bands that I legitimately so, like. Like, for instance, you're not going to... I'm not going to throw Cursive in there. I'm not gonna. Th- I'm not gonna throw cymbals and guitars in there. No, no. XTC maybe, but you probably could. not because you could. people don't know who they are. You could if you do 15 bands. I mean, between I you could and always I. throw them in. I mean, geez. yeah. Uh, and the thing of it is, is like there's gonna be a bunch of bands left over. We could honestly do 20 bands a piece, and it would be. I want to do 15. I don't want to do 20. Okay, 15 then. Fine. Lucky, I, lucky, I'm doing Fine. more than 12. Oh God. We should do 13. 13 is my lucky number. If you didn't know. Oh, hey Taylor. <laughs> That's what I was doing. Fifteen. That's what I was doing. Fifteen bands. Or fourteen, technically, because she has fourteen grand. Uh, I have fourteen Grammys now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to take this moment to announce... Caleb has a new single coming out. It. <laughs> oh, my God! I, I what do you think it is, a boy or a girl? Have, you know what? You know, but, but since you announced a new single for me, I don't have a new single. Uh, taking a break from recording music oh my for God. a Because I've been promoting, I've been promoting my music. Because I have a lot of music. I've just been promoting on TikTok. Uh-huh. And I've went from 87 monthly listeners on uh-huh. Spotify to 129 in four days. 
cool. Just by like making like little like ten second videos with like song clips in them, be like, hey, you can go listen to this CD or this album, Taylor this song, Swift. whatever. Look out, Taylor Swift, I'm coming for you with a hundred monthly listeners. <laughs> hey, it works, man. It kind of does. It if works. You, if you put that, if you put that, that, uh, that hashtag Taylor Swift in there, yeah. or like hashtag Universal Music Group, because they removed all their music. Yeah, which is so. So I took. I don't even know why. I've taken slide of ends. I'd be like, hey, if you want to listen to a cool indie artist on TikTok, listen to my. I got all my songs are on here. Hey. <laughs> so I'm up on 129. Look Heck out, yeah. folks! Look out! I'm probably gonna make Look at least five bucks out. this year. <laughs> yes. Make sure you claim that on one your taxes. I, one time I made fifty dollars. Oh, yeah. That was crazy. You know what's funny? <laughs> it makes me wonder, where's all those matinee royalty checks at? Where are they at? I don't know if we... We probably don't get a lot of streams, We probably don't. You know? And in all honesty, it probably went to Nathan's account, and that account's yeah. closed, so the check's probably just yeah, bouncing. It's whatever. I don't care. It don't, we don't matter. It doesn't matter to us. Free. That's not what... Yeah. Music you can literally listen to us for, for free. Music. Just don't it. just don't use our music anywhere because you'll get flagged on YouTube and stuff for using your own music. Yeah, I can't I can't post my music on Facebook because they're just like Shocking. sorry we're gonna mute this in every country. We're gonna mute this in every country, including your own, and including you know what we're gonna break into your computer. And they won't even. We're let gonna me get like, on your Spotify and your iTunes, and we're gonna block it from there. And they won't even it. let me dispute it. So they they, they like gray out the dispute That's claim button. I'm like, why guys? It's like it's like they're scared. They're scared of me because I got 129 monthly listeners on Spotify now. Okay, that's enough. So that's enough of this episode. Next week, band draft. Band draft. Five bands off limits. Mm-hmm. As to not, because I don't want people. Okay, here's what they do. Here's what I've learned. Here's what I've learned. People do not. People do not vote based on reading the topic. No. Or reading what they're voting for. Sure. They just see something and oh there it is vote are you mad because i beat you last time huh no no no, no i'm just saying in general I'm just saying in general yeah um yeah i agree case case in point case in point there was a poll in um a facebook group that i'm in and it said to they were doing a song survivor survivor like the show mm-hmm. survivor vote for the song that you want to be eliminated no, that's not what they did. They they voted for the song they, they like. voted for the song that they like. So guess what got eliminated? Survivor by Destiny's Child. No. <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you off the air. Because I don't want to throw this Facebook group under the under the bus. Okay, okay. But it was it was dumb. Okay. It was dumb. Because it's objectively one of their probably top ten best songs. But you know, anyway. Okay. So Reba McIntyre. Reba McIntyre. Single mommy works too hard, loves your kid, but never stop. Also, I do want to take a quick moment before we hop off the air and say, you know, these these underrated artists that we've talked about today have been, and this has been weighing on my mind for a little bit, a few episodes now. Oh God, here we uh, go. No, 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 it's not a rant. It's not a rant. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, if you're listening and you are local when it comes to us in the West Virginia area. Go check out local artists. Go check out jerks. Go check out, you know, uh well, they're no longer a band now. I was gonna say uh Cassie's at best. Yeah. They're no longer a band now. Still check them out though. Yeah. Got yeah. Plenty plenty I'm either. talking about live in a oh, live yeah, yeah, yeah. Um go check out any band that John Poole is in of the nine hundred bands that the man is in. Go check out and support local uh, lo- local live music. Okay, yeah, and 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 stream them on Spotify, and listen to their tunes, yeah, and listen to Caleb's stuff, 
Don't go see him live because he doesn't play live shows and he needs to. I will. I'm just I'm practicing. I'm waiting. He's what? He's waiting, waiting for you guys to do a, a, a the high presents Caleb Luther. Okay. Sometime. I mean, we do have that second. It's, it's got to be after floor, I get my new so. tattoo, which I booked. Oh, you, you didn't you didn't bother to to talk about yeah, that? It wasn't a big deal. I mean, I'm, it is I, a big deal. I booked a tattoo for April April Fool's Day. April it ain't Fools. a joke, folks. It's an Elliot Smith figure eight tattoo. I'm going to be getting on the <laughs> my inner bicep. My inner bicep on the Buzz Lightyear tattoo side. <laughs> why on the right arm? Did, why did you choose the right arm? Just because? Or? Because. It's a little okay. cooler, I think. Okay. I don't know. Then my next is your right ta- bicep And then my next tattoo is going to be over here. Everything has to be symmetrical. Oh I can't just be going like crazy. <laughs> and so, i got to wait five years <laughs> between every tattoo. <laughs> you get the figure eight on one side and then you get... Uh, I thought about getting... It's, I've thought about getting, you know, the, the robot that Don created for me, yeah. Uh, yeah. for my music. Your mascot. Yeah, the robot. Yeah, my mascot. I've thought about getting that, but I think there's just, color-wise, there's so much detail that I fear. I fear it. I fear the artist not why being able you, to, like... But but maybe if it's why just, Why don't like, you just get it an outline? What? Why don't you just get it as an outline? Like a black and white one? Yeah, like a black and that's white what I, That's what I thought about, because the color-wise, there's just so many different elements, because there's so much, yeah. like, detail in Don's yeah. work there that yeah. I don't know if it would translate well, but... Yeah, maybe. If, if you it, have a really good artist, I think it would. I think I think a good I tattoo artist would. who I, I think the, the it will one, cost you the, an arm and a leg. I think the person I don't know uh, um, shading it probably would. Maybe, yeah. Because uh, I'm sure that's something that they probably the would. Guy. He's on my laptop. Yeah, right there. you wouldn't be able. To, There's yeah, so many I mean, different variations of like red bleeding into like black there yeah. on his body that it's just like and that green and yeah, that's just too much. Yeah, I think any tattoo artist would struggle. Yeah, uh, but a good tattoo artist could do a, a really good outline. Yeah, that, so yeah. Caleb, where can people find us? You can find us by typing in chat from a hat on Facebook, on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. And you could I'm losing my voice while saying this, folks. I'm just so choked up. It's been so long. Uh you can you can email us at a chat from hatcast at gmail.com. All right. Well folks, thank you very much for listening to Chat from a Hat. Uh we will talk to you next week and draft some you were gonna say something? I'm just waiting. Oh <laughs> I'm waiting to I, drop a bomb. Drop a bomb. <laughs> We will talk to you next Wednesday about, well, to do a draft on bands. We're not going to be talking about nothing. Get those Trump shoes. Oh, my God.